Kelvin. He's and over at show. Spectrum now. Yep. And then I went from doing that mm-hmm. to doing fill-in work and pre and po- uh, pre for USC. Okay, okay which that's right. I did with Jeremy Hogue, great guy, and Dennis Thurman, great guy. Did not know okay. those two names were did, coming up today. Did, did the pregame show for USC with Jeremy and DT. Okay. Okay. I did Lakers pregame and postgame mm-hmm. with Michael Thompson. Never heard of them. And the Camps. Okay. Okay. So they add them to the list. I've done the Rams. Wait, did you you and the Cam brothers? It was all of you? Yeah. It was the three of us. All every pregame, every post? Uh the post was oh, no, usually no, one right. or the other. Those two. Okay. The, yeah. the post was usually one or the other. Um I did uh Lakers, excuse me, Rams, pre half and post with Kirk, been doing yep. it with him mm-hmm. the entire time. Eric Davis did the first season with us as well. So okay. Eric Davis is on that We're list. We're already at at least eight or nine guys right um, now. Okay. I then uh, went and did the Marcellus and Travis show. So mm-hmm. I worked with Marcellus Wiley for a period of time. Uh, Marcellus left to go into witness protection. Uh, and so he's been over. The, and at that point, I worked with DeMarco. I Bank account looks good at witness protection. Yeah, yep. no, he, good yeah. decision. Yeah, um, I worked with him uh, there. And then the cams I filled in for. Then Sedano and I flip spots i went to the morning with Keyshawn and lz i was gonna say you ain't no travis rogers either <laughs> that's right that's my guy key uh, you think chris LZ. is offended that you didn't say his name well it was the Keyshawn, lz and travis show with chris and raj and the whole crew but sure. that was the name i'm just giving yep. you the name of the show yep. um did that then that went away because Keyshawn went to the network then i did morning updates that's here right. for a that's period right. of time um did that, so I don't know if technically you yeah. can count Jay Will and Zubin in the mix there, but maybe. Sure. I mean, <laughs> no, we can, you can why not? throw them in there if yep. you want to do that. Um, then I did the nights with you, and uh, now we're in mid-mornings, I guess we could call this, mid-mornings, mid-days um, with you. So I've, I've hit just about everything there is to hit on this radio station. I'm trying to think here. What's the definition if we're looking at it from a sports perspective? I'm Chris Taylor. I'm Chris Taylor. No, that I can I can play. Where, where do you want to put me? You want that me to play short perfect. tonight? I got short. You need me to play center field? Great. You want me to bat third? That's Fine. why you keep stacking up these contracts you, you, at this you, radio you, station. You want me to bat ninth? I'll bat ninth. I don't. Sure. What do you want? I, I'm happy. You need to someone do it. coming out of the pen? Do you need to have me sit down for a couple of days and just let somebody else do it? I I, I don't would prefer not to, but I will do it. I'm a team guy. Sleep. So the only so guys you, the only so, guys left. <laughs> Sedano and Cap, really. And I, and I filled in with Mason in Ireland. Yeah. I've never done Obviously, those guys have been together forever and yep. ever. But, uh, yeah, I guess Cap and Sedano are really the yeah. only two guys that are left at you this You should point. do a show with Mace, Travis and Mace. <laughs> I mean, I don't think John and Steve are going anywhere anytime soon. So I, I, Travis I feel like and Mace that's going to work out. The so, Travis show, including Mason. So when you do your deal with yep. Sedano, mm-hmm. you guys will do that show. Have you figured out whether you guys are going to do it in this time slot and I have to go to the afternoons, or is Cap coming here? Um, we'll go. I'll go over there. You'll go so over there. So then I Cap can will just come go, here. So then I can just do the pre right after. Yeah. Well, that makes most sense for go, you. It's, it's a lot easier that way. That makes the most sense way. for you. So you could come here, and then it would be Trav and Cap, or Cap, Cap and, and Cap. Trav. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, I, I, by the way, not particularly picky about whose name goes first. That's what I mean. I'm fine. I'm totally good. That's awesome. Worked with Mike Pearson, Chris Morales, Raj Groves, Taylor, Emily, um, Jorge, mm-hmm. uh, Funches, um, Mario, Adam. Um, Adam, oh, yeah, that's Ronnie, right. AB. Um, yeah, so I've I've had a, I've gotten around, I've gotten around. I feel like I'm a I'm a very valuable utility player, 
And you're look, you're getting ready to trade names. me to the to the Royals or wherever it is you're you're getting ready to ship. Not going me anywhere. Bro. I get it. I don't not know. going anywhere. You know, I, I'm not generally a conspiracy theorist when mm-hmm. it comes to that kind of stuff. But yep. now that it's in the air, now that I'm starting to is see it in your head what's a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Get, I, get I, see, you, I see you wandering to the other side of the building more frequently than other people. I just, I'm starting, I'm starting to put together a picture. You come in, in into here. You just sit down and pop on the headphones. No small talk. Just all business with you. <laughs> starting to put it all together. Travensley, it ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, right. it's not really up to us. <laughs> that is correct. Like, like you see, I've told you this. That I part is I, true. I don't mean to scare you with this, or it's it, it's nothing other than just the nature of our business. Yep. You haven't even gotten some point fired you gotta yet. Go. Yeah, some you point you gotta even, go. Until you've gotten yeah. fired from one of these sure. jobs, you really are just kind of green, a little wet behind the ears. Do me a favor. Every morning when I see you, just say. <laughs> Al, you haven't even gotten fired yet. Just adds up, man. Yeah. This could happen at any time. It happens to everybody. Could happen tomorrow. Could happen next week. Could happen 10 years from now. Coming from your ass. <laughs> it's just, they are coming just have, for you. They, they, they always do, yeah. and they always get what they want. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Ask Slee coming up at 1045 this morning, so you can go ahead and fire those in. Emily had a good idea this morning. Um, tomorrow at 1215, we're thinking. That with the Mandy's just a little bit more than a week away. Oh, this is perfect. Um, one of the categories, one of the the opportunities to win a Mandy Award is the Caller of the Year on our program. If you are attending the Mandy's mm-hmm. and you think that you are a Caller of the Year nominee or should be your candidate, why don't tomorrow at 12.15, don't you call and make the case as to why you should be the Caller of the Year? Fantastic. I've earned the right. By right? the way, we had a couple callers... Who was it yesterday? Somebody was making a case last JB, week. JB, Maurice Jones, Drew. I've done like pre games with them. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I just oh, want to yeah. make sure I get everybody. Yeah, no, um, and as the show goes on, if a couple more <laughs> did names a Dodger out there. show with Greg? Does that count? Of Greg course, and it I does. have done a Dodger show. Of course, so that's it does. on the list. Yeah. Two best people about baseball yeah, on t- the station. To damn right, it, that damn filled right in with does. John and Steve a handful of times. I've never. Already, but here's the thing: I've never done a show that. with Sedano. He's the one person I've done a show with Cap one yep. filled in for George on his yeah. show, but I've never done a show with Sedano. So they ask you, "Hey, Cap got sick. He's out for a day. Yeah. Are you doing the show? Can you do the show tonight, Happy six to. o'clock or whatever? Yeah. Not six. O'clock, hey, look, he may be my next partner. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, it just this this thing changes fastly. Are you kind of everybody that you see that you haven't worked with? You just kind of go home and say, what would that be like? <laughs> no, Could that see, happen in the next six all, months? All I'm looking for are my next at-bats, yeah. right? Like I, whether they come in left field, center field, second yeah. base, shortstop, second in the order, ninth in the order. I just want to, I just want to play. I just want to play. Just want, I just want, to see my, for much. just want to see my name in the lineup, Coach. Not asking That's for much. That's all I want. Oh, okay. So I, you know how much baseball I watch, right? I, I watch more than my fair share. Uh, watching the Dodgers and Angels last night. I saw something I have I'm never seen before. I'm with you. I never in my life seen what happened to umpire Nate Tomlinson before, in the ninth before inning. Before you even say it, it had never even registered that it's possible. So as you kind of explain it, they didn't initially show the replay right out the gate. You know, sometimes it's like, all right, hey, let's make sure this guy's okay. Let's have him get up. He got up, and then all of a sudden you start seeing the replays. Do you know the chances? You can explain the details for those who didn't see it. 
But the chances of that happening in almost every broadcaster, whether it's on Dodger, on uh, on Spectrum, or it's on TBS, the game was on TBS yesterday as well, everyone was like, what the hell did I just see? Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I have been watching Major League Baseball, college baseball, high school baseball Scary. for decades. And Mike Trout swings at a pitch that's in on his hands. And the bat breaks, which happens, you know, a bunch of times every single night. Bats break. Not not a big deal. But what was a big deal is the barrel didn't come off until he had finished his that's swing. Right. That's right. So as he comes around, when he finishes the swing, the that's when now the going barrel back. snaps yep. off. And kind of horizontally is like helicoptering, mm. right? It's spinning through the air. And obviously the barrel end is much heavier than the handle end. So it's spinning in that weird, like, fast, slow, fast, slow thing. Mm -hmm. And as it's spinning, the sharp, broken end of the bat goes right through the opening of the umpire's mask, the sharp end. The the fat end, obviously, will not fit through that opening. But the broken, sharp end can, and it goes through, and it cuts him near his, what would that be, his right eye. Um, And he's bleeding, and he's down. It was so weird that Trout swings... I'm assuming the umpire made a sound like a scream or an His oomph first or... initial reaction was, what the hell just happened? Like, right. He looked back, he looked... and it was almost like a, oh, you know, like he knew without even Something seeing. happened. Yeah. So, something happened. Somebody got hurt, right? And so he kind of turns and looks, and the ball falls into center field for a hit. It's kind of in that no man's land. Lux just barely misses it. Bellinger sliding in. Yeah, it. It's yeah. a base hit. So they cut back to it, and, and I mean, Al. We saw something last night. That guy missed losing an eye by a couple of inches. And and, and, and you, I never even considered that. Because usually when the bat breaks, it goes flying onto the field or sure. it goes flying up the foul lines. Yep. It never comes straight back the way that it did last night. And Nate Tomlinson nearly lost his eye. I mean, it just barely missed hitting him in the eye. It was terrifying. Yeah, I, I you know, sometimes we watch replays. And I always say this every time, you know, you're watching a – watching a Laker game or something like that, somebody gets injured and they show freaking 10 different highlights and angles of somebody hurting their ankle. I don't need to see it. Yesterday, I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. You know, there was like, no, wait, wait, just so I understand this. What? How the, the, the chances of that happening and how close that was, like you mentioned, to being a lot worse than it was. Right. And I don't really even know what the solution is because – it's not even just the bat. It's the splinters coming yes, off the bat. You're right. And I think in that moment, so let's just say you added another line to his face mask. Yeah, but he's got to be able to see. Well, and what, <laughs> but what I'm saying, add another line, just make sure, hey, even if something like that happened again, it can't get in. The problem is there's also splinters that are coming off and yeah. just shattering right in front of his face. I, I think what you may end up seeing, mm-hmm. first of all, I mean, we've seen Major League Baseball yeah. for uh, literally over 100 years. It's the first time a lot of people have it. So it doesn't happen frequently, yep. thankfully. Yep. But I, maybe you'll see like a football-style like plexi mm-hmm. shield underneath there that, that where that piece the won't fit through. Tomlinson days. And a Ladanian Tomlinson, OBJ wears that yeah, little yeah, shield yeah. too. Yeah. Something like that. So I would wear a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> Little, I would wear like a hockey helmet with the I, plastic. I would visor. wear a motorcycle helmet and a bulletproof vest. That's what I would wear, bro. That was that was crazy. Yep. That was and the way you just described it of, because I think a lot of people kind of had this. You've been watching baseball as much as you've watched your entire life, thousands of games, and you're just thinking to yourself, okay. 
pretty much anything that happens, I think I've seen it before, right? And then just kind of watching that all unfold. And you don't know when he's on both of his knees and, you know, you're trying to, I, okay, I was, is he okay? I honestly he was not? fearing the worst. Yeah. I really, because at first I thought the barrel hit him in the head, which hurts like crazy, and maybe he's concussed. But you're like, okay, he's going to be okay. Yeah. It, it hurts, but when you saw Sheesh. the jagged end of the back oh. go into the opening, it reminded me of something that happened a million years ago. This is how old I am. I hadn't seen that before. But I do remember seeing something similar to that, which kind of changed baseball equipment forever. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, so Berg is in here with us right now. Yeah. Um, you you heard the laundry list of people that I've worked with. I can't, you were on the list, by the way. I was. I you heard and that. I did, you remember that terrible like hats you had pinned to your back wall? <laughs> I got killed for those hats. <laughs> the second that I got killed for those hats, I took them down. Was this was this it a was social? LZ. Was yes. it a social yeah, post game? Social show. It yeah. wasn't even a. It wasn't even a post game. It was just. It was Travis like a preseason, yeah. like base preview like kind of thing. Pri- yeah, yeah, primer. That's a, primer. a good word. Yeah, yeah. Some good Dodger Sometimes. knowledge well, in the room. It was good, I mean, and we had a good conversation, but when we did it on so, – so obviously there's a video component to this. Yeah. And, and Berg's background, right, he got go some here. like some thumbtacks and nailed a couple of free Dodger giveaway hats like to it. the wall. Look, like it, it was, it was it made pretty, my life pretty terrible. <laughs> I was wearing a lot of hats at the time. Hey. It's much easier to take the hat off the wall than search through a closet. Oh, I he thought lost you meant you were his... wearing a lot of hats metaphorically, oh, yeah. not literally. Oh, I still do that. <laughs> he lost his uh, deposit for that place. <laughs> Why are there? Oh, why are there back. nails? Toothpaste. I got kids and a dog. There's no way that Toothpaste. that was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you are a Toothpaste. renter out there, yep. yeah, and you know you're not supposed to, or you got to patch the holes in the wall, and get yeah. the putty and paint yeah. and all that stuff. Take a little toothpaste. Yep. Aqua fresh. Aqua and just fresh. take a little bit of that paint and dot, 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 dot. Aqua fresh. They will Listerine. never know. Just get, no, got to go like white Colgate, yeah. right? You don't want the reds, the the breath freshening <laughs> stripe. I just want the in blue. The of your I want the blue with the pieces of mint in it. So you walk up and just. This place smells great. Yeah, it works. A little toothpaste in the uh, in your good holes idea. in the wall. I'm just saying it works out. So I heard you guys talking about this, yeah. and I was thinking about it, and I kind of have a challenge for the both of you. Okay. All right, so we obviously in the programming side here. I want you guys to completely reprogram the station. I, want to see I think Al did that yesterday. <laughs> that's, that's why. Like, if you have all these ideas, and now ago, Kaplan's, he's wanting to move down here to, with yeah. you to Travis. Okay and, Cap. You know, so if let's reprogram the entire station. You have everybody at your disposal. Okay. You have Emily and Taylor and Funchess and me and Lindsay and Jorge and Laura. You got everybody at your at your disposal. Okay, what what do we do with you have three shows, nine hours? Let's see what you got. All right, okay. so basically keep it as is. No, not not plugging in, adding another person, and saying, "Hey, Yates would also be good with no. this or any of that." No, we're we're taking okay. Momo. We're taking Yates out. Okay, this taking, is the, yeah. This, this is, is the, just the core nine the, hours. The, the six of us that are on the air. Every day. Yes. Plus the, what would it be, maybe nine more people that are a regular part of all the show. You and Emily and Funch yep, and Taylor the three. and Jorge and yeah. Laura. Yeah, yeah. And Lindsay. Okay. And Lindsay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. All right. So I, when are we doing this? Soon. But I, I think we throw it out there to the folks, too, right? If you have a good idea for a reshuffle, if you think that Al would be good with these two other people or one other person or whatever it is, go ahead and, and, and send them along. At Alan Sliwa, at Travis Rogers, at Bergman Greg. Yeah. I think um, there's one rule, though, right? 
You cannot have anybody. There are on the no rules. The, like, that's <laughs> the one rule. So, First rule of changing the station. I there can't are like, no rules. keep Taylor no. and trade Sliwa. No. <laughs> okay. No. You have to completely reshuffle everything. Okay. It's a good move. So that means like no <laughs> Travis and Sliwa. Taylor would be a high draft pick yeah. if this were. I think, this were I think a draft. he's gonna be a high draft. Yeah, pick. I think so. I think you might actually learn some things about the Mandy Awards here too. Like who possibly could win depending I, I, on who I, everybody chooses. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody at the Mandy Awards. It's good. So, all right. So we'll. we'll I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna all give right. this. A, a little thought and we'll uh we'll come up with it get it done yeah i i think i know who i'm gonna put myself with i think i figured out already who, yeah i i well i think i already five choices i think right? i already know who you're going to put yourself i, th- with. I bet you you would get it right yeah. i bet you I, it, I don't think it's going to be a huge surprise yeah. but who i put everybody else with we'll see how that goes because there's a couple people that may not be the easiest people in the world to work with and what <laughs> i if wonder we, who that what if be? you put those, those two people, people together <laughs> I'm just saying. Fireworks. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what I'm just saying. We'll see what it is. Okay. Enjoy. All right. I'm going to put Trav 6A to noon by himself. (laughs) By the way, I did not that exactly. I know. The Yahoo thing, right? I did six hours a day, five days a week by myself for four years. Do you understand? I tell people that at times. Like when people will say, here's a perfect example. You do something on TV. Mm -hmm. Bro, it's like a three-minute hit. Yeah. Right, and then that's it. That's that's all you have. I'm like, I work with somebody that used to do six hours a day. They're mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Trav used to do six hours a day. I mentioned that a few it's, times. It was a lot. I this may come as a surprise. I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I'm very pleased listening yep. to myself talk about things. I find me very interesting. Would you do? I this find myself very entertaining when the show. When, when the show would end. Yeah. Would you then get in the car? I'd call in random shows, just call for my opinions. And you would just... <laughs> call Roger Lodge. Give you, him my thoughts on the angels. <laughs> you'd call your wife and just say, hey, I want to tell you about the show. It started at 6 a.m. Here's the rundown. And you just start doing the whole show over again. <laughs> there you go. Why not? I just... Your hour and 15, your hour and 20 minute drive, you start and then you still walk into the house holding the phone. It's funny you say that. So you say that. I I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you guys had a similar experience this morning. Where was everybody? I. Oh, on the road? Cruised in. That never happens. Hmm. I know that tomorrow will take me four hours to get here for jinxing it and saying it out loud. Usually it takes me about an hour and 25, hour 30, give or take. I got here in an hour this morning. Just right in. I don't know. Is everybody off today? Is it a holiday? Yeah, there's. uh, It is. It. I have nothing. There's no holiday. My drive was easy too. It was a whole two minutes. But because but but I there was less people than usual on my the roads that I take. I felt like it was healthy on the one ten. Yeah, yeah, maybe everybody slept in today. I don't know. That's what it is. All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. So. I, when I saw um, Nate Tomlinson get hit with that bat last night, I immediately, and anybody that's my age and, and certainly older may remember this, because I thought this happened when I was like 10 or 11. It wasn't. It happened when I was five years old. And I feel like I saw it in real time. Hmm. But the odds of me remembering something like that, I, I probably read it somewhere, and I kind of conflated two stories together. Mm-hmm. There was a time. When Steve Yeager, who caught for the Dodgers for a long time, long time major leaguer, played like 15 years, really good player, was on deck. Okay, they're playing the Padres. Bill Russell, Dodger shortstops, up to bat, and he swings the bat, and the bat breaks, like we're talking about. 
A splinter from the bat lodged itself in Jaeger's neck. Oh, my God. It pierced his esophagus. It barely missed his jugular, and he nearly died. Okay? It was a really gruesome, scary, terrifying injury. He was on deck. The splinter goes everywhere, and wham, hits him right in the neck. So that was the first thing I was thinking of last night. And and this is why the the mask and the helmet is interesting to me, because he, he only missed like two weeks. He came back and was in the lineup a couple of weeks later, finished the season as yeah, the Dodger yeah. catcher. But the doctors told him at the time, this was in 1976, they, they told him, hey, listen, you cannot take another injury in that area of your body. You are more susceptible than the average guy to something really terrible happening if you happen to get hit again. Mm-hmm. So they invented that little thing that hangs from the mm-hmm. catcher's mask. That's where that comes from, is that Steve Yeager and the Dodger trainer Bill Bueller at the time created that flap, the catcher's flap, that hangs down from the catcher's mask because he got hit with a splinter that embedded itself in his neck. So is that is that not a perfect example of it takes one situation for something like that to happen and everybody to say, okay, hey, even if it's a one in 100 million chance that it's going to happen again, if it happens again and we didn't do anything about right. it, that's kind of on us. And in that situation, obviously, they came with some, what, what are you doing this? What are you doing this? Like you just mentioned, you're basically putting down some kind of visor or something along those lines. It's got to be something like that, right? One of these I mean, like, some, yeah. some sort of plastic shield. But here's, here's the thing. Yeah, it's going to fog up. It's, it's going to fog up. It, mm-hmm. could, it could distort your vision to, sure. some, to some degree. Maybe I don't know. it helps with the balls and the strikes. <laughs> well, it kind of – and I'm not trying to make light of what happened to Tomlinson last night. Yeah, it was yeah. super scary. But it kind of – there's another reason. Put a camera back there. Right, we already kind of have the grid. We kind of know if it hits the grid or not. We well, need guys to, and that's been a conversation for a long time, right? They, yeah, the robotic umps, whatever the case is. Yep. I, I want to read this to you. This is from a story I found this morning talking about Steve Yeager getting hit. Later, Yeager underwent an hour and a half surgery to remove the piece of wood from his neck. The most serious wound was less than an inch from his jugular. His esophagus had been pierced. All that sounds terrible, and it is, but how tough was Yeager? He was back on the field 19 days later and played seven games for the Dodgers as the season wound down. That is tough. That that is one of those times where you know say well back in my day well back in Steve Yeager's day he had a pierced esophagus and only missed two weeks of work that's pretty badass I retire <laughs> I yeah I never play baseball again. I retire it's crazy you know what's I you, go to a retirement home too the other at age twenty nine <laughs> what do you like when Kramer retired to Florida <laughs> playing shuffleboard with the eighty years old and he's thirty six or whatever it is that's awesome incredible um. It, I don't want to say it nearly cost the Dodgers the game, but that game turned dramatically after of course. that injury. Yeah, it did. Because, obviously, Tomlinson leaves the game. Mm-hmm. He's injured. Uh, Laz Diaz, who's the, the, kind of the next man up, he's got to go into the umpire's locker room. He's mm-hmm. got to change all his clothes. By 15-minute, 20-minute delay. At least, yeah, right? It was yeah. 15 for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Otani's on deck. Otani's coming up to bat. Yep. Pretty dangerous dude. You've got the, t- the two-nothing run, game runner at mm-hmm. first, and Mike Trout who can run and all of these other things. And Kimbrell's just kind of on ice out there. Comes out, Otani laces one into the, the right center field gap, and now all of a sudden – He's in trouble. Like, this went from Mookie hits the home run in the eighth, yep. feeling pretty two-run lead. Kimbrel, Got a little cushion. Kimbrel's been a little shaky. He's mm-hmm. been giving up hits. He's been giving up runs. And all of a sudden, they've got the tying run in scoring position. and A, a base hit from tying the game, yeah. 
with one out, out with one out. He gets out of it. Mm-hmm. He, he gets a couple of K's. He gets uh, Walsh. He gets um, Stassi. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, just pump and fired up. And it was super exciting. And everything about it, like you're kind of hanging on the edge. Is he going to blow it? Laz Diaz, who the guy that goes in behind the plate, he is a certifiably bad umpire. He's he, Other than Angel Hernandez, widely considered the worst umpire in baseball. Mm. Okay? Which is, that's a cool reputation. Who are the worst? Oh, Angel Hernandez and Laz Diaz. Like, they're at the tip of I'm on that list, guys. It's like Scott Foster in the NBA, right? Scott Foster has a reputation as the guy you do not want to see in a playoff game Mm -hmm. because he's going to do some things. Mm -hmm. They have a similar reputation. It's kind of squeezing Kimbrell a little bit. The guy for the Angels, I forget who it was, kind of jumping around like, yeah, look, you you can't ring me up on that. And Kimbrell really lost his mojo in that moment. Not that he had a ton of mojo to begin with. Well, it's funny because Kimbrell has not – he hasn't really given given you this this sense yet so far this year. Hey, when he comes in, that's it. It's lights out. That's well right? said. And by the way, if the thought process before Trining got injured was remember we were talking about this. It's not necessarily closing the ninth. If there's two guys on in the eighth and there's nobody out. And, high leverage situation. You, high leverage situation. We actually saw that in uh, one of the ended up backfiring. I'm trying to think of which of the Dodger games. Dodgers ended up winning the game. They brought in their closer. Maybe it was the White Sox. I can't remember. But it was a situation like they brought their best at a situation that you needed to get right. those three outs. And then in the ninth, I think they ended up uh, losing the game anyways. I, I find the Kimbrel piece of it and the, just the Dodgers in general yesterday. Where the hell would they be without Tony Gonsolin? Mm. I mean, I'm just, just mm. simply put, where would they be without Tony Gonsolin? And to see him again yesterday in another situation where he's going six-plus innings. He's got – I don't know. Is it the lowest ERA in baseball right now or is it just the NL? I think it's the lowest starting ERA in okay, baseball. Okay, starting in ERA. Yeah. I mean, and, and the way – you kind of mentioned some stuff this morning. The way Dave Roberts is talking about him, the way Major League Baseball all of a sudden is starting to kind of turn their head. Hey, All-Star game's not that far away. Where yes. are we slotting this guy? At you know, Where stadium. are we putting him? I think there's going to be it's going to be interesting what happens but he's been if I'd have told you coming into the year look at all the di- look at all the different arms for the Dodgers and one of these guys has under a 1.5 ERA he's 8 and 0 or whatever his record is who would you associate that name with Gonsolin, I'm assuming, is going to be further down your list. He wouldn't have been on the list. The Dodgers didn't even have him as one of their guys. He was kind of like, you could do half these. Tyler Anderson will do half these. But you just said something interesting, that you know how much I believe in the baseball gods. They are they are out there, and they listen, and they are vengeful. Yep. And somebody is yanking on their uh, baseball god cloak. I'll tell you who it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Don't forget, if you want to, uh, I shouldn't even say want to, if you consider yourself one of the callers of the year uh, here on the Travis and Sliwa Show, and you're going to be at the Mandy's coming up a week from Friday at Quiet Cannon in Montebello, maybe tomorrow, say 12-15-ish, you get on the phone and tell us why you think you should win that award. Maybe make your case. Make your case. Yeah. Not just, I think I should win, but give give us a little example of why you should win. Well, I was going to say, if you're competing for the caller of the year, I'm sure that that call tomorrow at 12:15 or whatever you're kind of bringing this is you're making your case right here. Yeah. This is it. It's a job. 
you got a chance to get that job, then you're coming in for your final interview. This is uh, everything's on the line. I think that's a very, very good way of putting it. Tomorrow, twelve fifteen. So if you're on the list or you'd like to be on the list and you're going to be at the man, write it in your calendar. Eight seven 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 ten. ESPN, that's the number. Uh, people are already sending in their suggestions on uh, if we were going to, per Berg's request, kind of reshuffle. reshuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it says, I'll say it, put Sedano and Mace together and watch them battle for dominance. That's intriguing. It's, it's an intriguing deal. I feel like that could be a, a, a possibility. Yeah, I think there'd be, <laughs> exactly. be zero ego. <laughs> zero ego. Mace would be so open to everything. I don't think it's just him. I, I feel like there would be, look, like the, like 805 Raider says, the battle for dominance. I think they would both very much like to be in charge of that particular probably show. Probably a lot yes. of that going on. A little bit of, yeah, yip, probably yip, a lot yip, of that. Yip, yip. Yeah, yeah it, it, it happens. It happens. Um, Hovick says, Trav, schools are out. Okay, perhaps that's why my traffic was a little, I don't, I mean, are a lot of guys driving to school from Orange County to L.A.? Like sixty-five <laughs> percent of the roads are at UC Irvine. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm missing part of but, that. But, but that that's, that makes sense, right? Like anytime that kind of happens, all right, schools are, hey, just get even if you get two percent of the people off the road. It. I'm all for it. It was a it was a nice drive this morning. Okay, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. The baseball gods listen, and mm-hmm. what they really dislike more than just about anything is when you think you've got baseball figured out or you think, hey, I, I got this. I read a thing from Mike Schmidt the other day that said, you know, the second you think you have this game figured out, baseball finds a way to punch you in the nose, right? It's, it's, it's a sport based on failure. Nothing lasts forever, and it turns. Dave Roberts, of all people, should know this. Dave Roberts is, is he a, breaking a rule here. He, well, it's an unwritten rule, okay. and it's just it's potentially aggravating the gods. Because Tony Gonsolin pitched beautifully again yesterday. Tony Gonsolin, if the All-Star game were tomorrow, Tony Gonsolin's your starter, and there's really no argument. He's been fantastic. And he was Dave was asked about that. Hey, where did where did this version of Tony Gonsolin come from? This guy is eight and zero record, one four two ERA. Yep. Right, just and and pitched out of some troubling spots the mm-hmm. last go. Last night he got in a little bit of a pickle. He strikes out Trout. He gets Otani to hit a soft ground ball. Game before that he had that yep. the traffic. I think in the yep. fourth inning or exactly. something like that and got out of and it. Got it. Like mm-hmm. he's he's kind of like feeling himself. Mm-hmm. He's he's got four pitches working. Everything's looking pretty good. And Dave said, "Don't do it, Dave." This is a new ball player. Dave. What are we doing? Come on, Dave. You, you know how Davey. this stuff works. The, the, you know what's coming. Tony Gonsolin is going to have one of those days where he pitches three innings, gives up eight runs, three home runs. He's got guys on base. He walked four, struck out none. It's, it's now, now we've introduced, oh, you think you've got a new ball player, do you? Well, watch this. And the gods go, ding. And all of a sudden, old Gonsolin's <laughs> back. Don't say that. That's crazy. What are we doing? Godslin heard that quote and decided, you know what? I'm going to go spend some money today. I'm going out, getting myself a nice uh, upgraded car. I'm going to go get some jewelry, get a brand new suit. I'm doing. The, I'm a new player. I'm a new ball player. Wow. I, I am not a superstitious person. He's excited. Person. Dave's excited. He also was talking about the All-Star game. You know, should Tony yeah. Gonsolin be in the mix? He's earned it. He's done it. The numbers don't lie. If it comes to the fruition, that's great. I hope he gets the opportunity. That's fine. 
That that one I'm okay with. But you you have to golf gods are are in the same. The golf god and baseball gods are buddies. Yep. They 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 they, they share similar. You get a golf shot. And you're like I'm I'm freaking I'm I'm as good as it gets. I can't make a, I can't miss a putt no. today. You're I don't even know how to putt. hit it off the fairway. <laughs> if you say you know. I, this hole is my favorite hole. I never hit a bad shot on this hole. The ball's going out of bounds. It, it is 100% going out of bounds. That's how the golf gods work. What he should have said, instead of saying, this is a new ball player, yep. the answer is, hey, Tony Gonsolin was a guy that struggled with his command, um, kind of you know, always in trouble, and you know, not a guy that went deep into games. What's going on with Tony this year? He looks great. You know what you're becoming? You're like a caller right now going after Dave. You know, we get the, this guy couldn't manage Carl's Jr. In a, I think it was a Denny's or an IHOP. It was, was it IHOP. IHOP. <laughs> yeah. And by, for the record, I think Dave would be a very good IHOP manager. I think he's a good manager for the Dodgers. But the answer to that question, if somebody hits you, look, Tony's pitched great this season. We're really pleased with how we he's doing. We have to have it. You guys see what's going on with the rest of our pitching staff. We, we, we couldn't be more excited about what he's we done. We have needed him to pitch well, yep. and he has, and we're – Really hopeful that he continues to pitch the way that he has. That's okay. it. Just and then walk away as fast as you can. And then fake a like a knee injury or something and go get some treatment. Skip, you all right? Ah, knees acting up. Gotta go get a little ice. Catch you guys tomorrow. Well, just it wasn't just him. You saw on Twitter too, they're starting to Okay, hey, let's look at this list. What is Gonsolin doing through his first, I think it was 12 starts that he has, something along those lines. Okay, he's 8-0. What's his ERA? Where does that rank amongst Dodgers up to this point? That First off, that's fantastic to be in some of the class that he's been sure. so far. Drysdale, Koufax, no, Kershaw, Hunjin Ryu was on that list. I, I and, and the only thing that I'll say is um, – you want to give the guy as much credit as possible because I think every Dodger fan right now is sitting back every time he starts because I know for me the best way that I can describe it is a month ago I was like, wow, Gonsolin's off to a really good start, but come on, is he yep. really going to be able to keep this up? Yep. Two weeks ago it's like, wow, he's a, you know maybe he's a really good pitcher that is not just having a really good season, but maybe things are just kind of clicking growing. and it's he's growing. growing. And now you're kind of sitting there where – the expectations of what you what you think Gonsolin can do on a night in night out basis, it's starting to turn towards, hey, he's going to have a good night, right? That takes a second. That doesn't sure happen does. overnight. You told me this about a month ago or so. Really, the next phase for him, you keep doing what you're doing in the regular season. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. It's still incredibly early, but really, where you start making your name is you have a couple of those postseason starts. Now, all of a sudden, that, that name becomes different. He still has got a way, ways to go for that. They needed him to pitch like that last night. This, it, it's, what was last? last night was June 14th. Yeah. They're tied for first place with the Padres. It's not like it's a, if you lose, you're out of the, the, the season. Yeah. It's an important game. They, had, they got swept by the Giants, hadn't played well. They'd lost nine of their previous 13. Clayton Kershaw is finally back, but Bueller is down. Urias has the he's got he's unfortunately the guy with the bad luck this yep. year. And, Angels and are a little desperate. Angels are desperate mm -hmm. for sure. And he went out there and Syndergaard was just boom, 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 boom. He was great out of the shoot. So you're thinking, all right, this is one of those nights where you might win the game one to nothing, two to yeah. nothing, yeah. two to one. This is not going to be a eight to six night. This mm -hmm. is going to be a, 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 a tightly played game. And he didn't. He didn't blink. Mm -hmm. He went out there and was terrific against a team that offensively is a pretty good team. They got some guys that can swing the bat on that team. He and and he was one hundred percent up for the challenge. Now the next question you're talking about the postseason, which is super important, obviously. He's already passed his career high in major league innings in a single season. 
That's insane, by it's the way. June 15th. That, that's insane. Now, Dave is talking about how they're going to be very careful about managing his innings. They're going to err on the short side rather than the long side that he wanted to stay out there. Last night was the first time he'd gotten an out in the seventh inning of a major league start. Hmm. He'd never done it before. And, and, and good for him, but it's this weird yin and yang of how do we push him. Now, he's pitched over 100 innings in the minor leagues. It's not yep. the big leagues. Yep. It's totally different. How hard do you push him? How hard do you you know, push the innings limit before you say, hey, listen, I can't afford what happened last year when my guys were on empty when we got to the postseason. I'm going to need this guy. I, I can't count on Walker Bill at this point. I don't even know if he's going to be back. Julio looks fine. Kershaw, you know, knock on wood, will be ready to go. But right now? He's my number two guy. Julio's my number one guy. He's my number two. But we are in uncharted waters with this guy. How hard do you push? I, I, I always kind of pause on this one because you could look around the NL and you could look at the teams like, let's just take the Mets as an example, the Padres, the Giants, teams that are kind of hanging around. They're mm -hmm. flowing in that area. Brewers. The Dodgers are one of the few teams in Major League Baseball that the regular season they're going to play it differently. And I feel like you're going to play it differently because you ran out of gas last year. And if that's not a perfect example of how you use some of these guys, but as the season's progressing, they're kind of having that the luxury is there less and less. They're not doing things because they just feel like they can do it. They kind of have to do it, whether it was Kershaw's out or Heaney that was out or Trinan hasn't pitched yet. You know, like there's a number of key players that haven't been there, at least from no an question. arms perspective. So they're approaching – if you're a different squad, you're approaching the regular season differently, but they, the luxury that you were hoping they had before the season started hasn't really been there. All right, so big anniversary for the Lakers is being celebrated today. We'll get to that coming up at 11 o'clock, but next it is Ask Slee. Ask Slee at 1045. I tweeted it this morning, Slee. Ask Slee coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Okay, Al, do you want phone or Twitter? Let's go phone. Let's go phone. Let's go to Glendale and Francis. Francis, hashtag Ask Slee. What's up, party people? Hey, party, hey, people. party people. I have a couple quick hashtag Ask Slees. First is, which is worse, the guy who hums the Jeopardy theme while you're waiting to make a decision mm. or the guy attempting to start the wave? And my second one is, does Trey Young look like a backup member of DeBarge? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes to the last part. I'm just going to take that one. He does. He looked like he could be in the band. All right, I'm I'm not hating on the wave guy. Really? Yeah, because the wave guy, listen, he might get 30,000 people to stand up with him. He's trying to bring some energy to a game. I don't have to participate. It's not like he's, hey, hey, get your, you know what, up. <laughs> so I'm going to let him do his own thing. I don't have any problem with that. The okay. guy hu humming the Jeopardy thing, it's like. That one's a little bit more annoying. You know what I thought he was going to say? I, I thought he had a Starbucks one. You know what I got for the first? No, actually, this isn't the first time. Yesterday, I'm waiting in the Starbucks line. You know what happens? The lady's calling somebody to re-get the order. Oh, no. <laughs> she was already standing there for a good three minutes. Three minutes is a long Step aside. Let the time. next person go and then just jump back now in. Now she's on the phone. Hey, did, did you want the coconut milk in there? <laughs> Gosh. That's a bad deal. The wave guy, I know, is kind of annoying, but let, I mean, he's kind of getting everybody going. I told you I went wine tasting last weekend, yeah. right? And we had a bus. Okay? Really fun time. I, I, I need to preface this by saying I had a really nice time. Awesome. And I enjoyed everybody that was on the bus Because you were hammered. <laughs> was there a wave guy? There was a wave woman. 
No way. In a bus? In a bus that wanted to go around the horn. And if somebody didn't participate, she did exactly what you said. She would stop it and start it over until everyone participated. <laughs> and I can tell you, I was, not Respect. The, I was not the only one that's like, all right, lady, keep it moving. Did you do it? Uh, yeah, because I wanted to. it to go away. You had to. Yeah, I had no choice. Now, I, that, if that's I don't get bullied pressure. often, but yeah, that it worked. Yeah, it was an was... effective form of bullying. Oh, are you going to be the only one that doesn't do it? Start again. He didn't do it. There's 16 people so on I this. I did it incredibly with an incredible amount of contempt in my way. She like, eh. 100% didn't have any wine. 100%. <laughs> she had no wine. You want the worst part of it all? Okay. It was on the way to the wineries. There, She had not Sober? been wined up yet. Damn, she was excited to go out. <laughs> she, she was very excited super nice to go lady. Out. I, yeah. I I ended up sitting next to her at one of the wineries. We had a nice conversation. Very nice. I did you kind of sit her down and say never? I wanted to say ever. You do and that I again. don't know each other very well, but this is this is not as how God I is my witness. <laughs> if this happens again, all right. Getting my ask, Slee. Uh, if Slee won a company trip to Hawaii from seven ten, okay. with the only caveat being he had to invite someone from the station, mm -hmm. who would you invite? All right, so invite anybody. All right, let's just keep it here on the programming side. It could be anybody. It could well, be because I know who you, I know your answer. I think it's Kate's, right? That's kind of funny. He was definitely one of yeah. them on there. Yeah, that's what but I. Kate's is I like you were a buddy, go. buddy. You know what I mean? That's like you my guy friends. for a long time. Yeah. If you want me to keep it on this side, here's my question with you, Trav. I don't know if you would want to go. Like, if I said, "Hey, Trav, let's go to Hawaii. You're leaving your family for a couple of days." Like, I don't think you're going to want to. I'm assuming that. Hawaii's pretty nice. <laughs> I do like Hawaii quite a bit. I might go with you. All How right. long are we going for? A week. No, I'm out. I know. <laughs> and I don't blame you. got a freaking family and kids at home. Yeah. You know what? You know who I would have a good time with? Mm. Funches. Yeah. Funches I'd have a really good time Let's with. Go. Yeah, Funches, <laughs> Let's go. Let's go tomorrow, Funches man. is going to record this if to you go. ever win. He's going to be like, no, I got proof. <laughs> I got proof right here. All right, next one. Capitano Matt. Which bar sport have you mastered? Darts, pool, shuffleboard, pickled egg eating. Hashtag ask sleep. I, I definitely haven't mastered any of them. Darts was fun. I used to have a dartboard at uh at my parents' house. Okay. Just kind of random me. And like also real darts or like yeah, the electronic no, real ones darts. with the You know what it was? Tip. You know what it was? No, it wasn't electronic. We would get sometimes back in the day, I think I've mentioned this uh, very common, whatever. My dad owned a liquor store mm -hmm. and you would get things from some of these Budweiser's, the this, that. Sure. I got this actually really, really cool thing. It's a Miller Lite thing. It was like the 1987 Lakers championship, and it's on this plaque, and it got all these people that are on there, Pat Riley's, this and that. came from all, some of these liquor companies. I do darts. Darts is good. I, the, the best bar sport for me is that bar shuffleboard. I'm pretty good at that. I'm okay at pool. Not great. Okay at darts, not great, but the bar shuffleboard. I'm okay at all. I feel like not, I got. Not, I feel like I got a pretty good chance. And if we're at a bar that has cornhole, I will destroy you. Cornhole is arguably the greatest game ever invented really for the cheapest price to ever have fun. You know what the best part about it is? Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a duh when you say you can play with one hand. Yeah. You don't have to put your beer down. Yeah. Right. You you, you can play you, to play pool. You got to use both up. your hands. The only thing is, right? Like, can the thing just kind of lift up? So <laughs> you want hydraulics? Yeah, I just on want me something on the cornhole board. It's not a not a. Well, bad we'll do idea. it when you uh, have us out. <laughs> well, we're going to do that. Yeah, I know. We're going to yeah. do that. The weather's we're in the hot part of the year. We got to cool off a little bit. 
But then when it cools off, it's going to be football, uh, football season. Football season starts. It is football super season. Busy so so we got to basically we got to wait for show. late February to come around again. I feel like that's the date that uh, the window is February 16th to February 18th. Oh, that Lakers can be in season. That doesn't bother me. We'll find an off night so Sleek can swing by. Feb 16th to Feb 18th, 2024. <laughs> that's the window. Yes, that's right. We should make T-shirts. The, the, the Travis Taco Night 2024. I like that a lot. Uh, all right, let's see here. Um, this is great. Christopher, where'd it go? There it is. In a drunken moment of honesty, Lady Slee admits that she's actually a robot constructed by Boston Dynamics. Sure. Do you stay with her anyway because love is love? Yep. Or do you say, I got to hit the bathroom, sneak out the window, and never come back? I, I stay with her. And I stay with her because, not because of the love is love, it's because I fear my life. <laughs> retaliation i fear my life because if i say hey and then i leave you're going to tell me she's not going to know where i am what i'm doing she will come back for me like no tomorrow so love is love but fear is sometimes a lot stronger than love <laughs> i hey yeah there are a lot of ways to motivate people yep. fear is here is the top a, of the that's list. one that's it's definitely a, one of them it's an effective one for a period of time christopher going back to back we don't see that very often you go to a nice old school Italian restaurant, okay? Okay, with Sedano, of course, is what it sure. says. <laughs> um, you get up to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and they have one of those old timey toilets with the chain. Do you always check behind it like Michael Corleone did? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And it's not for a gun for me. I'm worried that the people that I either either Sedano's looking for a gun, like I don't know what's going on. I'm, you I'm, could be the victim I'm, here. I'm looking for my own safety, so I always check every restroom I go to. <laughs> Stick your hand in the tank. Lift I the always lid off the tank. <laughs> nothing in there. Sometimes I even uh, even the balloon that's there, <laughs> the I little kinda, float. I pick it up a little bit, just make sure there's nothing. Always every restroom. That float is just, I, don't, I, I know how it works, but it's just, it's a, there's a lot going on there. How funny is that? You always take it off, you yeah. look, and you just move a couple of yeah. things, and, oh, it's still not working. Put the, <laughs> Call <money>. plumber. <laughs> I don't know what more you want me to do. Unless the chain is disconnected yep. from the float, I can fix that. Even the chain disconnected. <laughs> is it, like, disconnected enough where I can't get the hook opened? Sometimes the chain will fall under the flap, and then it, it will keep running. I Look, I'm basically a plumber now. I know. I, I can fix things. Uh, Dean. Have you ever jumped in a pool from one of those Olympic platforms? No. You know, you've never done that? No. Like so going to the community high, pool? How high are- well, some of them are like, Emily, you probably know better than I. There's feet. one that's kind of moderately high. Yeah. And then there's that one that's and way up no. there. Definitely yeah, I think no. they do it by meters. Yeah. But like, yeah, I used to have to, for water polo practice, as like, quote unquote, team bonding, they used to make us jump off the highest one. And I was the only one that like was the one that you had to drag up there. I hate heights, and Bro, I did scary. it, but out of spite. I, I, I had a similar experience. A yeah. friend of mine belonged Jump to... Jump off the edge of the pool, and I'm like, what's... We got enough space here I, going down? Like Emily said, I hate heights, too. I really, It really gives me a tremendous... Just thinking about it gives me a little bit of anxiety. buddy of mine was a member of uh, his parents. This I was a kid. I was 12 or 13. Yep. Um, were members of a country club. Mm-hmm. And at this country club pool, they had one of those giant platforms. It felt like it was... 10 miles in the air. It was probably, I don't know, 30, 40 meters or whatever, but it was high. And I jumped on, my buddies just jump, splash. And they look, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it. I got up there there. and looked over the edge and it felt like the pool was a hundred miles away. I forced myself to go off it because I wasn't, I, the fear wasn't greater than the humiliation of having to go down the ladder. So I jumped never again. All right. If you had to do one of them, bungee jump, 
which is more like diving. Yeah, yeah okay. Or skydiving. You had to do one of them. I got my answer. I think it's easy. I think I'd do skydiving I'd because I'm sky attached dive. to another person. Oh, I'd rather skydive. Yeah, I feel like an expert, but just putting that harness on with the carny that's strapping me in, I don't. Hey, no, that see the like rocks there at the bottom? Yeah, see those what? rocks? Your your rope is going to be just long because it's going to actually stretch a little bit, <laughs> but we have at least 10 feet. Have you factored in the fact that I'm a North American cut? Because that's going to stretch it a little bit more. We have not. See, my bungee this, jumping this is, is one terrifying to me. The skydiving, it, if the guy messes up, it's his life, too. The, the bungee guy, if, if I hit the rocks, what does he care? He's still standing on the bridge. You know what he's saying? <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Scrape him off. We got keep him moving, guys. The, the other line side is... of the bridge, so they can't see the skid mark on the on the rocks. <laughs> we'll, also, we'll the diving platform is ten meters high, and it's equivalent to a three-story building. Yeah, there, no, no, thanks. bleep that. I have no, I have no, out of here. No, exactly right. I have nothing to add to that. All right, three years since Anthony Davis has become a member of the Lakers. It's good enough so far. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.